Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to TIB, the Immigrant Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Mudupe Ogunyemi. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the place where we talk about tips and insights to help immigrants secure the bag. As always, we start with a disclaimer. This is not financial advice, and I am not a financial advisor. Everything we say on this show is for education and entertainment only. Please note that investing comes with risks, so please do your own due diligence or consult a financial advisor before making any investment decision. Okay, with that out of the way, today I want to talk about Kanye West from a business standpoint. I know that he has been rather controversial lately, okay, and has been in the news for all of the wrong reasons, I know. But in terms of building wealth or securing the bag, I think there are quite a few lessons that we can learn from him. I think one of the biggest lessons that I am learning from his recent episodes is that it is one thing to secure the bag, but it is a whole other thing to keep the bag. So Kanye managed to build a huge, successful business empire, one that catapulted him into the exclusive Forbes Billionaire Club. But he also managed to use his own hands to destroy that same empire, as we have seen with all of the recent happenings. According to Forbes, he is no longer a billionaire, having scuttled the business relationship that he had with Adidas, which was what got him into the club to begin with. It really is quite something to behold, honestly. But again, if we take a few steps back, and just look at the business moves that he made in the last decade or a little over a decade, I think there are a lot of valuable lessons to be learned from those moves for anyone who is really interested in securing the bag. I think for me, the very first lesson is that your main job or endeavor does not have to be your only endeavor, okay? There is nothing wrong with setting up and having multiple sources of income. Another huge lesson I would say is that your main job may not in fact be your biggest source of income. Yeah, I think that's very instructive. Your main job may just be the one that gives you the platform or the name recognition or brand recognition that you can then leverage for an even bigger bag. So if you look at Kanye, You can say that his main job is music, okay? He started out as a producer and then a rapper, and he was very successful, quite all right. But all of his earnings from music, according to online reports, sit at just under $100 million. Now, I'm not saying that that's a small amount at all. It is by no means a small bag. But what I am saying is that that is just a drop in the amount of wealth that Kanye went on to amass, okay? His Yeezy sneaker brand made up the bulk of his billion dollar net worth. 
I mean, he had money coming in from other areas as well, okay? You know, like real estate, for instance. And then there's the reported $65 million stake he has in his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian's schemes business. So yeah, he maybe has a number of a 50 million here and 80 million there kind of business deals going on. But his Yeezy sneaker brand, that was the full-on cash cow. His deal with Adidas alone was said to be worth well over a billion dollars. And then he had another with Gap. And then Balenciaga came in on that at some point. So he was really cashing out, okay? The, the guy was really crushing it with Yeezy. And he probably would have gone on to make so much more money with those deals and partnerships that he was creating. But well, we all know how that has turned out now. For me, I just want to extract the lesson here for us all to learn from. I'm not about to sit in judgment of anyone, okay? First of all, I don't have the right to. Second of all, I'm just out here working on securing my bag and helping others do the same. Focus, guys. Focus on your lane. That's the name of the game. (laughs) But it's very instructive to know that you can parlay your main job into multiple other revenue sources. Kanye was able to grow that easy brand into such a cash cow because he had, first of all, made a name for himself in music. His music brand is what he leveraged and he ended up making much more money from the sneaker brand than from the music itself. Even in the corporate world, I mean, I have seen instances where people make a name for themselves as a top executive or a successful professional and then turn around and leverage that to create other sources of income. I'm sure you've seen similar instances as well. You must have seen situations like when a top Fortune 500 executive publishes a book that goes on to become a New York Times bestseller or that sort of thing. That's a revenue stream they've created right there. Or when you see a top executive go on to become a public speaker, that's a revenue stream right there. So as we work on securing the bag in our respective walks of life or in our respective industries, this is a very important lesson to bear in mind. What additional revenue streams can you create where you are with what you have? Think about it. Moving on to today's edition of Show and Tell. Now, if you don't know what that is or why we are doing it, please, please go back and check our last two episodes, all right? We covered the context as well as the rationale quite extensively there, and I wouldn't want to rehash it here. My show and tell for today is a woman called Samra Zafar. I first learned of this very inspiring woman about a year ago or a little over a year ago when I just happened on her story on LinkedIn where she talked about how she was forced into a child marriage at the age of 16 and how she escaped that marriage 10 years later. So here's her story in a nutshell. Samra Zafar is from Pakistan, but she grew up with her family in the United Arab Emirates. She is the oldest of four daughters and had big dreams of becoming a doctor one day, going to Harvard 
or Stanford, you know, all of that good stuff. And these dreams didn't seem too far-fetched because she was acing her classes as a young child. And her father would celebrate her high grades by handing out sweets to the family. But that didn't last so long because when she was in grade 10, a man came for her hand in marriage. Or let me rephrase. A man's family sent her family a proposal for her hand in marriage. Now, it might be hard for you to imagine someone being married off in this way, but I am African, so it doesn't shock me. I have myself attended wedding ceremonies where the entire event was conducted by the men of both families, and the wife was only informed that the deed had been done after the marriage rights had been concluded. Anyway, not to digress, okay? Samra was married off to this man, who she had never even set her eyes on, until a day before the wedding ceremony. To cut a long story short, her husband brought her to Canada after the marriage. And although he had promised her parents that he would let her continue her education, he did no such thing. By the time she was 17, she was pregnant with her first child. And you know how the story goes from here. It's the story of many women around the world who were forced into these kinds of situations without any regard for their lives, their well-being, their dreams, or even their consent, okay? So she was in Canada, but she was practically held hostage by her husband and his parents who came to live with them shortly after their marriage. She was constantly abused, both emotionally and physically. She was practically held hostage in the house. She wasn't allowed to go anywhere unless she was accompanied. And of course, she wasn't allowed to walk or have any money of her own. The worst part of it all is that they even cut her off from her family and wasn't allowed to so much as make phone calls to her family. Now, bear in mind, this was in the early 2000s, okay? Social media wasn't a thing then. But while Samara may have been bruised, she refused to be broken. By 2005, when she had her second child, she had resolved to leave the marriage. And she decided that education was going to be her pathway out. So while nursing her baby, she studied every night for her GED. A few months after her younger daughter was born, she earned her diploma and decided to apply to university. Now, bear in mind, she had previously applied to university many times and always got admission offers, but her husband always refused to pay her tuition. And she knew her husband would never let her leave the house to earn the money she needed for the tuition. So what she did was she resurrected a babysitting service that she had done in the past and told her husband that she was doing the business to earn money for the family. From this babysitting service, she was making roughly $2,000 to $3,000 every month. And although she had to turn over all of her earnings to her husband, she managed to hide away a few hundred dollars here and there to build up her nest egg because she knew what she wanted to do, okay? And it took a while. It took a while. It took her two years to save up enough money for just one year of school. 
but she was determined. So in 2008, she applied to the University of Toronto's economics program, and she was accepted. Her husband again said he wasn't going to pay for her tuition, but this time she had money saved and she paid it herself. That singular action angered her husband and his family so much that they didn't speak to her for six months, even though they lived in the same house. Honestly, if you ask me, I would say that's yet another type of emotional abuse that she had to endure. But her mind was made up. In that moment, she had gone from being a victim to being a survivor. And of course, it was only a matter of time before the marriage crumbled. And she ended up having to juggle being a full-time student with being a single parent of two kids. She worked five jobs just to stay afloat. But guess what? In spite of all of these, in spite of all of these challenges, she graduated top of her class. She was named the top economics student at the U of T in her graduation year. She also won the university's highest honor, the John Moss Scholarship, to pursue her postgraduate degree in economics. She did that, ladies and gentlemen. She did the darn thing. Today, Samra Zafar is now a best-selling author and a public speaker. She has been recognized among the top 100 most powerful women in Canada top 25 inspirational women in Canada, as well as the top 25 Canadian immigrants. Her book, titled A Good Wife, Escaping the Life I Never Chose, is based on her journey of escaping an abusive child marriage to pursue her education and shed light on gender-based oppression. That book was named one of CBC's best books of 2019. She also serves as a governor at the University of Toronto, as well as a board member for Women's College Hospital Foundation. Now, as good as all of that sounds, that's not the best part, at least for me. <laughs> Remember I said at the beginning that her childhood dream was to become a doctor. Remember that? Well, this woman this amazingly inspiring human being went back to school last year to study medicine. Can you believe that? A whole two decades later, this woman who was married off at 16, who was abused and battered, who was a single mother juggling five jobs, this same woman who refused to be broken refused to let her dreams die, went back to school in 2021 and enrolled in the School of Medicine at the McMaster University here in Canada. In a few years, she's going to become a medical doctor. How cool is that? I personally find her story super, super inspiring and I am sharing it here today to let every woman out there know that no matter the situation you are going through, you can overcome. It might not be easy, but you can 
overcome. Samurai Zafar, ladies and gentlemen, is our show and tell for today. Look her up online and be inspired. On that note, we have come to the end of today's edition of TIB, the Immigrant Bad Podcast. Until next week, when we bring another exciting, inspiring edition your way again, this is Modupe saying keep your friends close, keep your money closer, and keep your family closer.